Two words, man. You got this. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Three, two, B size. Chicka, 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 chicka. <laughs> Yo, this is the odd bag. Bring, bring, blame it, blame it on the odd yeah. bag. <laughs> blame it on the goose. We're uh, we're we're into our, our bag that we've been sipping on, and uh, this should be a good one. We have our special guest from the earlier episode this week. Jelani, uh, he's going to come in and drop some more gems, we'll do some rapid fire. But before we do that, we want to jump into uh, one of our favorite parts of the show, which we didn't get to in the main episode because we just had so many gems going on in our yeah. uh, main episode. We're going to hit shit you should know. So Who's going I'm, first? I'm going to kick off today. Oh, oh, that's new. Oh, what? New. What's, what's going on? Uh, Captain Phillips is going on first. What's going on today? <laughs> Really like, just let me do this. So you gotta catch Clyde before he falls asleep again. I'm just <laughs> Sorry, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Thank you. And the you should know today is I want to talk about the uh, 2020 Whiskey of the Year. Uh, mm. It's not, yes. it just won for the award. And uh, I just want to share it's the Doors Double Double 32 year old, which scored 96.4 out of 100 points in the international whiskey competition. So, that's the 2020 whiskey of the year. It, uh, it's uh, a little bit under two hundred dollars uh, right now. Uh, it's one that I recommend. Anthony's already thinking like, "Hey, a secondary market for this thing. I'm gonna buy four bottles and I'm gonna sell well, them for a thousand each." Yeah, oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> and, that was a copy of Van Winkle phase, and everyone just like, "If you got it, you blow it up on it. <laughs> you could sling it on the side." Thirty-two years. Let's be clear. Like thirty-two yeah. year. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Like we're, we're over here. We're over here drinking like yo, sixteen years. Yeah. I did. So, I, I got some good right now. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna drop a shit you should know. All right. I'm gonna say it's funny thing. So do you know who Preet Bharara is? Yep. Used yeah. to be the district attorney. Obama appointed him Southern District of New York. That's like the main joint. Oh, Jelani obviously knows. Um, so main joint in. Uh, so his brother's Vinnie Barrara. Just you know, sold sold a company with Mark Lore to uh, diapers.com to Amazon way back in the day for like five hundred mil, and he you know he made a pretty penny off that Breit because he was an investor. So Preet Barrara got fired by Trump because you know he's not doesn't he's look Trump. like Trump. Yeah. Just put it that way. He's Don't my people. Right there. All right, yeah. he's my guy. I love this guy. <laughs> Obama was great for Indian people, South Asians. He was just he put us on the map, <laughs> but he gave us jobs left and right. We're like, I, don't know, I need to work for that cat. <laughs> but he put Preet in this role. Preet was like went after the hedge funds and he went after like all that stuff that went down. That was all him going after him. Got fired. So then you know a lot of stuff happened in the news the last couple of days. Preet Bharara sends out this tweet. It was hilarious. So Trump's tweet. Trump offers supportive words for Ghislaine Maxwell, who has been charged with luring multiple underage girls into Jeffrey Epstein's orbit. I wish her well. A lot of things have happened. George Floyd didn't hear about that. Trump wasn't feeling so bad about that. Wasn't feeling salty. (laughs) Felt salty for the girl who was lining up the underage girl because, you know, he was in those pictures, too. And then (laughs) Preet Bharara comes in. His response to that tweet, he just reads, he goes, pardon me. Because he got pardoned by him. And I thought it was just the dopest tweet. And it got like a thousand, like a million likes. It was just hilarious. And it's just dope. And he likes my shoes. We partied together one night. And he liked my shoes. I'm like, nice. Good dude. Cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's my story. All right. So I, I got one quick. Uh, 361 Commission. This is one of my guys. You know, he, he went to my high school, St. Benedict's Prep. Gray B's. Uh, all, rich. Forever. 
anyway, so he's 361 commission is a uh, e-gaming league. So their, their goal is to really focus on e-gaming uh, players who are black and brown. They want, cause right now the e-gaming world is, is, you know, let's be real honest here. The players are mostly white and, 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 in Asian to, to, to a to extent, but there's black and brown players out here who are not getting their love, right? And that's and that's what their goal. Their goal is to do leagues and tournaments around Fortnite, Madden, NBA 2K, and it's around it, giving everybody who has some kind of skill a way in. So 361 Commission, you find them on IG. You can find their website still developing, but they're monsters, young guys, really pushing it. Nice, Jelani, you got something for us? Uh, it was going along the lines of what we were talking uh, earlier on the earlier episode, uh, but I'm going to go with the right now. Currently today, there was a hearing in Congress about name, image, and likeness for college athletes. I just think it's really important for this to be on people's radar. Basically, this is the NCAA is trying to restrict, uh, continue their restrictions on limiting players from profiting off their name, image, and likeness. So this is beyond really the pay for play thing or anything like that. This is like basically, hey, you can't sign a shoe deal. You can't sign an endorsement deal with a sub shop or a car dealership while you're playing in the NCAA or any of the conferences, which is completely ludicrous. And no one else on campus has that. You know, you can be on a, a music scholarship and you can still perform for it as a band, uh, even practice in the facility, in the music facilities. And, you know, many people have talked and had the experience of doing that. But for athletes who are pre- predominantly, again, people of color, they, they restrict their their earning powers and their primary years this way. So anyway, there's a hearing today of Congress. Uh, they're lobbying right now. The NCAA is trying to get uh, legislation passed that will conform the name, image, and likeness uh, regulations to their liking to really constrict players so that they can't sign endorsement deals. Limited, they can only sign limited endorsement deals kind of negotiated through the school and whatnot. So this is something that you know, should be on people's radar, and hopefully they're getting some pushback, and it's actually getting some bipartisan pushback in Congress because you know you can't pretend to be a free market Republican and then restrict the market. <laughs> so mm-hmm. even a lot of people having to side with the players on this one, which is a good thing uh, just because, again, we all kind of want what's best interest of the players. So, you know, that's going on today. Uh, I think everyone should kind of be, uh, be on that radar and obviously, you know, Lend your voice support when you hear the NCAA lobbying, just say no. <laughs> dope. So I think this next session we should do that's dope. Let's go. So we should do like these rapid fire questions. A, because Clyde and my kids are probably going to beat us up right now. So let's do some, like, we'll throw a name out there or whatever, a term, and you just give us like all, anyone, throw out some terms. So I'll give the first one to you, Jelani. Kevin Garnett, maybe buying out the Timberwolves, your team, your squad. Are you a Timberwolves fan or oh, you're a Knicks fan? Just the Vikings, got it. But from your old hood, let's say, where your other team is. What do you think? Anything is possible. Yeah. yeah. KG. That's uh <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I don't know what he'll be more excited for that or winning a championship, but that's that's awesome. I, listen, that'd be dope, like right? It. That'd be dope. And I will add to that because you're seeing them in a huge influx of players getting together buying teams. So uh, Serena Williams and a bunch of other uh, female players just just purchased a, um, a soccer team. Um, there's also uh, J Lo and A Rod trying uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's that's in the last couple of months. So it's, it's yeah. great to see these players uh, who, who you know save their cash and trying to get some ownership. So I love it. Yep. Yeah, guy Jeter, yeah. Marlins. Yeah, Jeter with the Marlins. Marlins. Yeah, Jeter. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, he's your, yeah. Um, so okay, I got one. I got one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Major League Baseball. What? Silence. <laughs> I just, I just, I just. Next, we, 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 you know, it's funny. All right, so let me elaborate. So, uh, 
Yeah, let, man, let, 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 me quick. Let, let me elaborate. So we, we, we had our first guest, Alisa Padilla, and we talked about Major League Baseball and the world of, from a black and brown perspective, right? Like where it's 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 no longer on a black perspective, right? Like it's it's no one who was African American really cares about baseball. And they, <laughs> Asians either. Uh, is yeah, you're right. And Asians, is, is, but yeah, it's Japanese very heavy because it's a big thing there. Yeah. And, and, and and Latino, the Latin. I don't like yeah, saying Latino. I don't yeah. like that. I don't. I, Latinx, I like you don't Latino. like Latino. No, I don't. I really don't. Latino and Latina. I, like that's it. But, Latino. Yeah. Like, so I there. It's big there, but. Where do you see, like, you know, I know this is kind of not, this is not your league of framework, but Major League Baseball, what does that say to you? Yeah, what it, what it says to me is that it needs to be, they need to expand. Again, we talked about this before, casting a wide net. They really need to, like, reach out more to communities of color and, and more, like, urban uh, communities and make it more accessible to, to, to everyone. That's what your player pool, you're shrinking your player pool. There's a lot of talented guys who aren't going to make the NBA or NFL who could be great baseball players because you don't have you haven't invested in you know the urban areas and the inner cities that you, you're not getting that talent. So that's a, a real uh, you know that's a, you're, you're hurting yourself. And that's kind of why the game is diminishing to the extent that it is. It's still obviously they make a good amount of money, but uh, you know, it's like US it's like US soccer too. Sorry, I'm just throwing all over the place. Um, how about like so? How about Shams Jarania versus the Waj? Who's your go to? Who's your go to? I gotta. Go. <sighs> You know, you want to support the guy of color? I got, I got to go with Voj. I'm a loyalist of the Wizards. He's the OG. He's been doing it, and, and we got a free Woj. Woj no, he's, the, he's, he's in his wheelhouse right now. But then we yeah. know, Woj just got locked up for going back at uh, – uh to his DM. He, uh, he called him a liar, so I'm, I'm going to back Woj. Yeah, but Chams, Chicago dude too, man. Chams. Man, My man. Cool. All right. So uh, so what do you think? You think this bubbles uh, – who breaks it? J.R. Smith? Or his his plus one times forty. Or I think I think Jr. I think Jr. I think Jr. knows he needs his contract, so he needs to, he needs yeah, to keep true. himself under control. Very much overhead. Uh, no, I I don't think I don't think the bubble is going to be broken by a player. I told you I was talking before this. I was talking to my buddy. I want to get some good IG bubble. ladies. What you thinking? I, the IG ladies. I don't think it's going to be them, and they, they they know they have to stay clean. So it's like you know, I, I really would think it's going to be it's going to be the. The, the, it's going to be the the numbers of it. Apparently, the whole holdup I heard was, again, they all agreed it was Disney. Uh, the Disney union, the workers are very strong there, rightfully so. And the NBA didn't want to pay the overtime. But once once you get over your initial forty hours, it's been overtime to have them locked up, have them sequestered for a couple of months as well. They were actually willing to do it. The union was entertaining, but they didn't want to do it, so they're letting they're going in and out. So what's going to happen probably will be someone, one of the support staff is going in and out who will have it. And if it does break the bubble, it'll be that way. I don't think the players, guys want the money, guys have overhead. I was like, yeah. I talked to somebody who was an agent. I was like, yo, have you had any crazy requests so far? And like, he's like, well, I, my client base isn't really like that. But at the same time, like, nah, I haven't even heard of any of that. The guys have been pretty mm-hmm. good basically because I think they see the dollar signs. And, it, and it's doable if you do it right. You, but it's in Florida and the support staff are going to be coming in and out. Until so, Labor Day. Yeah, and when they hits, game's over. <laughs> we, we keep saying only two months, right? Two months. It's actually the guys in the championship round. Four months. Hold on, right? Uh, you think so about what, it. What They're the gonna be four months final... isolated from family and IG friends. So the final set to be over when? October. October, so early October. That's what I'm saying. So it's starts in December, right? It's supposed to be December, correct? The next season starts December. Yeah, like around Christmas or something. That's a lot, man. You got to ask, like, so Le- LeBron and them can be keyed in, right? He's like, I got to get this because he can't handle Last Dance coming out again. He's like, oh, you're not talking about me? <laughs> oh, we should flip uh-huh. to the next question. 
Okay, so what's classier? A fax that says I'm back or a two-hour special on ESPN taking my talents to South Beach, guys? Dude, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's clarify. Hey, it's not for you, man. No, 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 no. Let, let, let's, listen, let's not, be, let's, not, let's not be in Trump's America. Let's clarify. Let's add some facts, okay? <laughs> let's, let's be clear that this documentary, although very good no, 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 and entertaining, and entertaining, it was very one-sided. Very go. one-sided. No, but here's the thing. LeBron will never release. No, no. But Jordan had the the Armstrong. Oh, no, not BJ Armstrong. What's it? Like his people who didn't like MJ were not in it. Yeah, Yeah. they did. Jordan, the dude that Jordan called a hoe. You think LeBron would ever put something negative of him doing anything negative? You see when he got dunked on on the street. Remember the dude that dunked on him on the street? He get they had to confiscate the video. You remember that, right? You bring up what ifs. You bring up what ifs in this situation. There's no what ifs. I'm giving you facts. I'm giving you facts. Your opinion. Where was Carl Malone? He didn't want to be in it. They asked him. And the cool thing is they put him in it because he actually that's big when he came back when he two times in a row where they could have gotten a second year. Right. The two times in a row they lost to him and he came on the bus during the Kenny Lattimore song and said, hey, man, congratulations. Right. That's big of Carl Malone. That's, that's I was, that team was scary because they matched up well against us. man. Here's the point. Would, would MJ have gone to Carl Malone and said, good job? No, I don't think he would have gone to anybody. I don't think he would have gone to anybody. I don't yeah, think he would have gone I think that's just and he, dude. He got so bored in the league that he had to create enemies in his head to make it fun again. <laughs> that's that's the dude he is, man. <laughs> that's why he is who he is. Yeah, he's a terrible like person. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a terrible. I agree. I agree. I agree. You we talked. We had this conversation. He's a terrible person. Like, not like. Do you want to hang out? No. Do you want to? Oh, I'd hang out with him, man. No. <laughs> You'll run up, you'll run up a ten thousand dollar tab. He'll look at you. You're paying, right? <laughs> Jelani and I had this conversation like about a month ago. We're like, when the, or maybe two months ago, when the, the whole thing was airing at the first time on ESPN, and it was like hilarious. We're like, so first of all, who do you think is going to win the championship this year? I think they want it, Lakers. I think they need that for the franchise to save the lake face and everything. I think they need that. I think the refs will make that happen. <laughs> I don't even know. You slid that in dirty. You're dirty. Yeah. I'm not dirty. You're, dirty. you're, you're Facts. dirty, man. Facts. 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 I think the Lakers. Like, you got Lakers or Clippers. You got. You got to look at. It's. It's generally like not like the NFL. Even not like baseball. Generally, the best team wins. The most talented team wins in basketball because because it's you know you have a seven game series. You have a repeat process. You're actually weeding out teams that are fair. Barring injury, you generally get the best teams. So I think the best teams clear this year. The Lakers and the Clippers as far as talent wise. So I think it'll be one of those two. I don't think the Lakers have it in the bag. I do think, like, remember, Bron- LeBron spends seven figures a year in his body, upkeeping yeah. his body. He's had a couple yeah. months off now. You know, basically, he's probably living in his hyperbaric chamber. He's probably de-aged somehow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's Benjamin Button in that shit right now. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm Oregon <laughs> 12 years old. <laughs> well, can you imagine? I'm going to flip just one quick thing. So he spends that on his, and he's smart to do that. Right, that's how he gets to play seventeenth year, seventeenth year, right, something like that. And he'll probably play at least three more. He looks good. Uh, so, can you imagine if Michael Jordan would have taken care of himself, not smoking cigars? He would have been ten rings. But you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. It was. No, it's listen. It's true. We looked at the last dance. They're talking about him. Oh, he's weight. He's lifting weights. Like what? He's smart. <laughs> he can lift the weights because because Detroit was beating his ass. <laughs> he would have been the fire chamber, the hyperbaric chamber. He would have come out. This dude have been so, so like ten rings, baby, ten rings. I'll, I'll be honest. As a, as a Bulls fan, I got pissed at Michael Jordan, and I'm going to give it to you straight. When he came back in that second year after '94, that would have been. 
He came back and it was against Orlando. I'm watching this and everyone, I was watching with some of my boys and we watched him lose the last ball and Shaq and them beat his ass. And I was like, God, I wish he never came back. And that's a dumbass thing. And that was before the second three, Pete, right? So I wish, because he lost, it was because of Jordan, we lost that series to the Orlando Magic with Anthony and uh and, and yeah, Shaq, right? And it was Jordan's fault. He got, the ball got stolen from him and then he tried to dribble and he lost it. I remember it to my day. And then, but th- thank God I was stupid enough <laughs> to not stay with that statement. I was smart enough to go away from that stupid statement. And, you know, so, you know, some people win three championships and like, you know what? I'm going to take two years off. Some people win three championships and they're like, you know what? I'm going to lose six more. I, was <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew you know it was coming. It sounds like I'm the hater, but Anthony is the biggest hater. <laughs> Anthony, you should see our last episode. He's just shitting on Chicago. I'm like, hey, man, I like soccer. He's like, you know what? Chicago sports suck. Let's clean it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who was talking about how how great Rockford, Illinois? I didn't was say that. High school. Soccer. I didn't say that. Like, we were at once voted the three hundredth of the top three hundred cities to live in. We were three hundred. <laughs> I never said that. We were the greatest. I never said that. I said I, I played soccer. You guys were good. So you guys were good. And I was like, yo. And I brought about my high school. You like, oh, I didn't know that. It, it, it was it was a cordial conversation at first. <laughs> and then you did Anthony. You went Trump on me, and I'm like, this guy. What happened was it went downhill. Like always, all conversations about Chicago. I love Chicago. It's a great city. It's fun. I love the food. I love all that. It's a great time. And the only reason I talk so much smack is because the fool is a, is a diehard Jordan fan, and he doesn't respect LeBron's. Greatness. No, I don't. No, that's actually flip. I respect you. <laughs> it's always the LeBron dudes going after Jordan. It's never the Jordan because we already know the facts. We know the facts. Jelani, you know this, right? Jelani, you and I have had this conversation many yeah. a time. He's trying to. He's, never, he's presenting the argument differently because I. This is a, like you said. You've always told me you respect LeBron. Always. Uh, exactly. Boom. Sit down, Anthony. Trump. Anthony Trump. Running for president. About to get beaten. <laughs> no, but I've always said it. It's just a, he's like. He's always respected LeBron. I said to me, yeah, I respect him. He just thinks Jordan's better, which is which is where I agree. Because uh, I, I, LeBron I like more. I think he's a better person for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. I would not want to – I wouldn't want to – I would cross the street if I saw Michael Jordan on the other side of the street. Just because <laughs> bad that happen because it, what, I want to get punched in the face and I'm going to show my friends I got punched in the face from Jordan. <laughs> like, I'm not like the fan of Jordan, but I just – Jordan's a better player. And I'm yeah. Not, yeah. I'm May I say player. one thing? May I say one thing? So I think LeBron, what he's done for the black community is dope. So. Jordan didn't do that. Now, let's put it in. Is there racism in America today? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Okay. Thank you. Right? So this is 60 years after the civil rights movement. Right? That was the 60s. 50s, 60s. 68 is when Martin Luther King got shot. April 4th, actually. Right? Jordan was in the league less than 20 years after the civil rights movement. And we know 40 years after he got in the league, 20 years after he left, still racism as hell. He didn't have what the players have now. A platform to say, hey, guess what? I, I, I tell that joke with you guys. Hey, Republicans buy shoes too. I do that shit with you all day, right? Because that's what he said. He he didn't have a plan. He was just a dude trying to win. So yeah, he couldn't do what LeBron's doing now. LeBron's taking it dope. LeBron's great for the. Can I say one other thing though? And this is gonna sound. Now this is where the LeBron yeah. fans think I'm not. I think he's dope. Yeah. What he's doing for me. He's good. Words for the NBA and the black community. What he did with the Hong Kong is, is one questionable mark on his resume. You could say those are human rights issues in Hong Kong, but guess what? My money's not coming from you, Hong Kong. It's from China, so he's he turned a blind eye. That's the uh, one mark you can say about LeBron. Otherwise, stand up, dude. That I agree with. I, I would touch on that because I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I was I actually tweeted about that when he did that. I was like, listen, you know, now everyone's going to be 
right or ideologically aligned with you 100% of the time. And you stop to give them a pass is just to say like that, that's a clearly a mistake. Uh, I'm not, and I don't like it when people do like, oh, what the, you know, get the people, well, what about Hong Kong, LeBron? Should I dimension his other things? That's bogus. But he should have, def- you know, you definitely want to stand up for human rights everywhere and justice anywhere is justice everywhere. Um, you know, yeah. whatever. And we're wrapping this club. You know, I want to say the Jordan thing. Jordan, that excuse you gave for Jordan as far as why he's a shitty person now doesn't apply because he could be doing a lot more now. He could have been 20 years ago now, 10 years from sure. now. That's who he is. We know yeah. that who he is as a person is this dude who doesn't care about yeah. anything else but winning in Jordan. He shot on his son <laughs> during the Hall of Fame ceremony. He said, I'm sorry for losing my son. He's that, that's that dude. It's not, so it's not like if it, if it was a civil rights movement, if it was the middle of the civil rights movement, it was 50 years removed, 100 years removed, he would never yeah. be that dude because he's just not that type of person. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm with you on that. I think a documentary for about a total two point two five. No, I, I think there's a lot of stuff about him that shows his question, his questionable character. I, you know, look, he put out a Netflix version of that show, LeBron's thing. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a Disney ass show. He's not going to show any best. Look, man, it was all flowers and dandelions, baby. I think out of here, man. I think LeBron should wait. I, honestly, I will say this: as a LeBron fan, I think he should wait to end. He's done. No, he will. He will because yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and, and I think, and I think it's almost like it's almost like when you review a president. You don't review a president five years after they've been out of office. You need to wait well. twenty years later. No, no. <laughs> Sometimes you can do it during, but you know, <laughs> right now. True. You should, no, right. you should so, wait. You should wait for the impact uh, 15, 10, 15 years later because LeBron did benefit from what Jordan did, right? Or at the same time, Kobe benefit. Benefit yeah. and then Jordan. Yeah. And then it's a different league. I will say this, and I will say this one hundred percent. The league right now is ten times more athletic. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and no, no, no. The back in the day, the league was bruisers. Yeah, it yeah. was street, street basketball. Over, yeah. And now, yeah, now these guys, now these guys are athletes. But yeah. can you imagine? I'm sorry. So I anyone don't, that I don't know. they played in the playoffs, they were all hot teams. In the playoffs, they were all baller back then. So, you went to the hole. What kind of hole? We'll never bring up Jordan and LeBron again. Uh, <laughs> so this, has been, this has been the bonus episode of the Whiskey Hube, the B-side. Go DMX. But this has been good having you, Jelani. Yeah, Thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Um, tell the people how they can find you or learn more about you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm on Twitter, JLaw. What uh, B Grade Sports is a uh, company, our agency. Um, you know, just you know, I'm around Jelani. Google, Google me, Google me, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and with that, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Whiskey Hill. Thanks for joining. Check us out on all platforms. Thanks, man. The and more. Thanks, peace. Thanks.